Tim Albright with Aviation with an Aviation special previewing AV3, uh, the virtual event that we are doing alongside with Avixa and our friends over at SCN System Contractors News. Uh, June 17th, you can uh, join us, join me, join Megan Detta, uh, lots of really smart people uh, at Avixa and with, uh, with AV Network uh, looking at the future of Pro AV, future of learning, the future of um, of UC, and today we're going to talk about uh, the future of digital science. First and foremost, Mr. Chad Hudson from Leviathan. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Great to be here. All right. Thanks so much. And also with us is Kelly Smith. Kelly is from Cadillac Fairview. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Uh, Kelly is from Toronto. Chad is just up the road from me uh, in Chicago, so go Bears. Uh, I like that. Um, Chad, we'll start with you on this. Uh, the, the, the top, the, the title of this, of this session that we're doing on, on the 17th, it's called the future of, of digital signage, right? Um, a number of months ago, um, I did another podcast with, uh, with a friend of mine, Brian Mazaros, uh, from Open Eye Global and Brian kind of threw me for a loop and, and when I, I'll get into this a little bit, but he said, he goes, maybe, maybe we should stop calling it digital signage, right? Maybe we should, maybe it's something else now. So we're going to kind of maybe massage or, or look on that for a bit. When, when you look at the experience part of digital signage, right? When, what, what do you see kind of, you know, the, the, the industry going or the creatives going or, you know, the, the customers, right? The pe people who are paying for this and looking at, you know, a, a blank wall or a, a spot in, in the retail and they go, okay, I need something here. Where do you see that, that heading? Oh, wow. Uh, there's a lot to unpack there. So digital science for us is, um, it's not just any screen, but any kind of content. Um, as an experienced design firm, our team thinks about what is a cohesive narrative that can be threaded throughout a space or environment. So um, whether that's branded content that's very focused on uh, the tenants in a space or third-party advertising, uh, which may or may not have a hand there, but even placemaking, I think, is an important part of what digital science could be. You have a screen, it can display almost anything. And I think if it's carefully curated, we can have, have beautiful placemaking one moment that is, again, very uh, integrated into the space. But we can also have advertising. We can have branded content that is... Um, that's informative, drives transaction. Uh, it, it could be a lot of different things, but I think, again, just that um, a lot of digital signage um, providers would probably think in terms of a uh, media strategy. So we think in terms of uh, similar to not just a media strategy, but just thinking about an experience strategy as well. So it's not just content on the screen, it's tied into the space much more closely. All right, Kelly, same kind of question. You know, Cadillac, um, Fairview, you guys own a number of screens. Um, when you look at kind of what the, the next sort of question uh, for the next installation, right, or the, or the next, um, the next uh, development of, of a digital signage uh, strategy, what do you look at and, and where do you see this, you know, kind of heading and, and what sort of questions do you start to have, have to ask? Yeah, what I'm really looking at is what business needs can we solve through the use of screens? Uh, just to go back to your, that question you mentioned about should we, should we still be calling it digital signage? Uh, I, I've heard for a number of years different people saying that we, we need to stop considering it one thing because it's a collection of so many different things, the hardware, software, the content, the, the plan. And so what we're really looking at when, uh, when I make uh, the decision to, to make a recommendation for 
uh, screens of any size in any place in one of our properties is what is the why? Why are we doing this? Is this going to solve a business need uh, that isn't being met another way right now? And uh, if, if it is going to solve it, is it the best way to do it? So the screens are really the, the how are we going to solve problems, not uh, the start of the equation. Well, and talk about that for a second, because, you know, when, when you look at, you know, a, a strategy of, of solving a business problem, there are several that we can go into here. I'm not going to ask you to do hypotheticals here, but when, when you, we talk about this is a collective of things, this can be, and, and, and um, a, a number of devices, and, and there are folks who are already using um, AI and AR, artificial intelligence and, and augmented reality. Uh, and the AI comes in when you are, you know, walking down the street, looking at a, a you know, taking your, your mobile device out um, and pointing it at something. And, and I am reminded of two different things, uh, both of them in New York City. One was a number of years ago, Revlon had a, a, a sign, uh, an ad on one of the signs in the middle of Times Square where you, it was a kiss cam. In essence, it was a ginormous billboard size kiss cam where you and a loved one would kiss and there was a camera there and then they would put you up on the on the screen. The other side of that though was there's uh, about a year or so later somebody was doing a, a similar thing with uh, with Disney um, and you would stand again in, in a certain spot and then they would take your picture and put you next to an animated Disney character. Now again, this is back to Chad's point, more experiential, right? Um, folks are, are using their, their mobile devices and they're sort of interactive. So when we look at, you know, taking all, kind of all of the things that, that folks are, are using now and um, mobile devices and, and you know, um, the, these sorts of, of interactivity, is this where we're looking at this going, okay, you know what, this is uh, a, a way for us to leverage not just a static screen, right, but everything here and, and, and giving our, our, our really the, the people that we're trying to serve a, a, a real good experience. Absolutely. This, the screens are uh, absolutely becoming more and more uh, integral to uh, different types of experiences. And those can be uh, short-term experiences that are set up for, for an activation period uh, in a specific space where you want people to come and, and have some, some sort of memorable, uh, short-lived branded experience. But it could also be the experience of just being in the space. Uh, and I think that understanding the uh, different strategies behind the two is also uh, really important. Things like that kiss cam uh, may be great for a uh, time, uh, a short time frame experience, but that's not a sustainable uh, thing to leave and set and forget. It requires a, a little bit more uh, attention than that. So, Chad, talk for a second about these multiple platforms that, that we can use and leverage now. Again, this is kind of getting us beyond you know, the screens, but this is more of a platform play, right? Where, where, where that same platform can go in different directions and different devices, I guess, is the best way to put this. You know, what, talk about the, the platform play here and, and the ability to tie all these disparate things into that one experience. Sure thing. Well, I mean, obviously there are a lot of platforms out there that can help schedule content. We'll call it a content management system or a scheduling system. And um, there's, instead of just having, uh, pulling up, essentially what might be construed as a, a web page or, um, or static ads or, or videos, there's no reason why you can't also have what we'll call generative content or real-time um, data visuals. That could be something that's a bit more abstract. It could be 
uh, if you have something in Times Square with various sensors or, or data feeds that exist, you know, feeding that into this system in real time and sort of scheduling that for, um, for, for blocks. Um, also triggering these other, um, having different sensors, sensors that can trigger uh, interactions, um, depth cameras or 3D cameras that um, can allow for dynamic movement or tracking or that augmented reality play that we were talking about a moment ago. But I mean, again, it's um, if you think of it, it's not just a screen, it's also a computer and there's additional peripherals you can have with that computer in that screen. So, I mean, whether it's, um, you know, go beyond the thought of a desktop computer and think about it's a giant computer in Times Square or in an elevator in a lobby or in a, in a shopping space. Uh, a lot of what we do is uh, not only with uh, larger brands and branded experiences, but also in Disney Universal Parks. So taking some of that fun and that surprise delight out of the park and putting it into digital signage and environment is, um, I think that is going to be more prevalent as, as time goes on. I want to bring up something here that that I have I, I have taught myself, I guess, or, or, or learned through, through talking to really smart people like you guys. Uh, and and some of the dynamic content is based on demographics, right? And the 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 the, the media and the and the press will try to sensationalize it. Well, you know what uh, advertisers are 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 marking you. They're they're you know they're doing facial recognition, and I have kind of gotten away from facial recognition. And saying you know what, it's demographic recognition, right? They they don't see necessarily you know in, in the old the old adage or the old. Uh, um, uh, connection is is the the Minority Report movie, right? Um, where the, the you know Tom Cruise walks by, it scans his eyeball and goes, "Okay, Tom Cruise, here's a, a a Coke or whatever." It's not quite doing that, but it is saying, you know, if Chad and I walk walk by a uh, a billboard, they could serve up something that is that is more in line with us as opposed to if Kelly and my wife walks by. The, you know, that there are certain things, Chad. W- is there a line? Where, where's the line? And I'm not going to say, is there a line? There is a line, but where is that line between creepy and really useful, right? Experiences when it comes to creating some of this, this interactive and, and these dynamic um, ads and this, these dynamic experiences based on demographics. Yeah. Great question. Um, I know that there was a bit of a, uh, maybe backlash is a bit too strong of a term, but there are certain sensors, I won't say manufacturer's names, but some of these other depth camera sensors that um, can not only um, sense depth and motion action, but could also sense heart rate, can sense um, if you're happy or sad, or even um, cue into roughly what age you are. So I think that if, if you take that too many steps in the wrong direction, you do have not just the minority report analogy, but just invasion of, uh, of personal privacy. But I think just taking a cross section of that data with and keeping it somewhat anonymous will allow those those real time experiences and the AI to to react for the masses um, and think of it more as a a, a generalized uh, sample set of who's in that demographic and um, pair that with time of day, who's in the space at certain amounts of um, at certain times of day. Um, and what type of uh, personas are there, what types of demographics, and have that drive some of the content without it being so hyper-personalized. That said, um, I think that if a user is willing to give up more of their own personal data, let's say if they have a um, they have an app on their phone that could give them something special in return, I think that that's where the, the swap is worthwhile, where if um, they're willing to share 
where they're from, um, just more personalized data about themselves, and they will in turn get a, a more enhanced experience because of it. Uh, I mean, you see that every day on people's own mobile devices. If they're willing to share all that data, they're going to get such hyper-targeted advertising and experiences. Uh, so why wouldn't they do that with digital signage as well? But the payoff has to really be there. Yeah, that's that's a really, actually a really good point. Is that trade-off between you know what you're giving and what you're getting, right? Um, Kelly, either from from you know, um, um, kind of like Fairview, or you know uh, Kelly's also on the board of DSF. Talk about this for a second and that line. I think no matter what uh, any organization who is deploying external sensors into their uh, their digital signage uh, experiences or installations, I think doing so with privacy at the front of mind is absolutely important. I think that different uh, countries have different tolerances uh, for different levels of privacy. Uh, understanding those is absolutely important. Uh, understanding um, and communicating, making sure you are being fully transparent uh, with with what you're doing with, with people's information, I, I believe is important. Uh, I also believe that um, organizations that are able to uh, prove uh, results or create, um, you know, these amazing experiences with the highest uh, privacy standards possible are the ones that are going to uh, come out ahead in the end uh, of this. Not that there is an end, but you. Well, no, no it, it's a it's a good point. Yeah, those that in are able long to uh, you know create that highly contextual, contextually relevant moment uh, where the content is is hitting just right that uh, it's it's the most perfect thing that needs to be there at that time, but also doing that with the highest privacy standards. That's the goal. I like that. That's a good place to stop. Uh, thank you both so much. You can hear uh, both Kelly and Chad and myself uh, and a couple of other folks on June 17th um, for uh, the AV3 uh, event ourselves and Avixa and SCN uh, will be joining us that day. Chad Hudson, thank you so much uh, from Leviathan. How do people connect with you uh, and or Leviathan? I'm always available on LinkedIn, uh, Chad Hudson. It's pretty, pretty simple. Uh, Leviathan's website is LVTHN dot com or just leviathan without the vowels dot com come check it out all right thank you so much kelly thank you so much uh how do people connect with you or uh cadillac fairview uh you can find me on linkedin uh kelly smith uh cadillac fairview if you are in canada you can visit one of our uh retail shopping centers <laughs> all right very good and kelly is on the dsf uh board chat is a member of SEGD, so you can check those out as well uh for us for av nation you know what go by the by the by the the event page and, and register uh, you get yourself 4.75 cts uh, ru's that's an avixa uh, certification ru uh, renewal unit uh, hang out with me and megan dutta and a bunch of really smart people on june 17th so go to av3event.com that's av3event.com 